You're listening to Real Presence Live. Now, back to more inspirational and uplifting stories and a look at the extraordinary things happening in our local area. Heard right here on the RPR Network. Thanks for staying with us here on Real Presence Live. Before we head into our next segment, I just want to invite you to visit our website, realpresenceradio.com, for all that great content that we can share with you. Uh, There you can listen to the programming from your local area. You can find a podcast if you miss one of the daily shows. Uh, You can submit prayer intentions, nominate your favorite priest for donuts, or actually if you come here today, we have fresh donuts, so please stop by. Um, And we have so much more. But be sure to check it out, realpresenceradio.com. Okay, now on our next segment, we've got with us two new members of the Focus Missionary Team here at South Dakota Mines, and we're super excited to have them. Well, and I think this is a great progression. We've started with the alumni, Mm -hmm. and then we've gone into the experienced, and now we are here where... Mm, uncharted waters. Let's let's see how they're doing. Well, we're super excited. These are two amazing guests. You know, like I said earlier, we've got the A team with our A team, yeah. Uh, seasoned I, members. Should I clap yes. for the A team again? Yes, yeah, so we got the A team here as well. We've got with us Jared Fuelberth and Mackenzie Weber. Um, I'll start out with you, Jared. Can you tell us a little bit about yourself and kind of what brought you to focus? Yeah, what brought me here? Well. It was uh, back at the University of Nebraska-Lincoln is where I hail from. I graduated this May with an engineering degree. And when I applied for Focus last fall, uh, I think they decided to put me here at Mines uh, with my engineering background, (laughs) thinking that maybe I could talk the talk a little bit with them. Uh, It's proved useful, that's for sure. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) That's great. My husband went to school here, so um, I cannot talk the talk. And so (laughs) there's a little communication issue here. So I can appreciate that you need to talk the talk when being at a school like this. <laughs> yeah. And when I, uh, how I got to focus a little bit, I, when I was in school at Nebraska Lincoln, a missionary came knocking on my dorm door one day. And it's kind of funny because he wasn't even looking for me. He uh, was looking for my roommate, completely out of the blue, invited me into a Bible study, had never seen my face before. And I said, yeah, thinking that I would just give it a shot out of the blue. I grew up Catholic and we went to CCD and stuff. And when he invited me to that Bible study, I think thinking back to a little bit when Matt experienced when he had his first small group, having an experience praying with scripture and having a community of guys to talk about the real things on my heart really opened up my, my own heart to talking to the Lord on the daily. And through the progression of college, having time at the Newman Center there, uh, Father Mattia and Father Mills there, really being spiritual fathers to me and fostering just an environment where I could learn how to pray and have real joy enter my life. And it progressed to the point where, yeah, I wanted to give uh, my my time more fully to this mission that I felt called to. That's amazing. Um, especially when you open a door and, you know, just a happen chance like this guy, just ran- what a random uh huh. Opportunity. Yeah, it was awkward. It was really awkward. <laughs> <laughs> but what what a cool testament to just you having an open heart to say, yeah, yeah. I'm willing to try it. You know, it's what's that going to yeah. hurt? So exactly. Anyway, that's great. What a great story. And uh, Mackenzie. Now, Mackenzie Weber is uh, a K State. I'm going to let her tell the story, but you know, she always go wildcats and all this. You know, and. 
And of course, I'm a Minnes. I, I hail from Minnesota, just like Megan does. Um, and so it's it's interesting to have someone kind of from the south. You yeah, know, different perspective. Little perspective. You know, it's it's good. But anyway, with that, I'm going to open it up to you, Mackenzie, and uh, tell us a little bit about yourself. Yeah, I don't know if I'm south, <laughs> uh, but it's funny. A lot of my so I am from Kansas. I'm from Kansas City, but I did go to college in Manhattan, Kansas, the number one college town. If you guys are wondering, um, I do love my Wildcats a lot. But more importantly, um, I love just I bleed purple because I played volleyball at K State, and then also my whole family play sports. And so it just when you start to represent a brand in a university and grow up going to season games every football season, you learn to love it. Or hate it, and so I bought in. I drank the Kool Aid, um, but most importantly, uh, yeah, K State is a Midwest town, and it just provided the most fantastic people. And at that Newman Center, I got to meet Focus for the first time, and I got to encounter Christ, and that all kind of an ironic way, actually, before Focus came to my campus, I was sitting at home on my phone on social media, that's what kids do these days, and scrolling through Instagram, and I learned about someone going to this conference um, called SEEK, which is a national conference that we host every time during December around. Uh, this year's different because of COVID, and I was thinking, I really want that, like, I really want to go to that, and I just read Rome Sweet Home, and I was just on fire for Christ. I was like, if this gift that I was given from my family, I grew up Catholic, um, very devout family, I'm so sorry, Lord, that I have not recognized this gift that you've given me of faith and love and joy. Um, and Scott Hahn taught me all that. <laughs> and uh, I kind of was funny when I was reading this, I was like, all my friends were Protestant, and they had these campus ministries, and I was like, I want this for Catholicism, where is it? And I was going to start my own after college, <laughs> was my original plan, and then I scrolled through Instagram and I was like, oh, there's already a conference in the organization. That's ironic. Beat me to punch. Um, kind of sad. But so then I think from there, my planted seed was to do focus uh, in a lot of ways because I was like, I just had a passion. If I want to start a business, well, of course, I'm going to serve in the business to learn about it. Uh, but more importantly, as I got involved in focus, as I came the next following year to my campus, uh, my Newman Center exploded. And I just, I was in a sorority as well with my volleyball team. And I had around probably 12 to 13 girls from both those areas running with me towards Christ. And it was incredible to see the witness that happens when you just spark a little flame of love uh, from Christ and it just grew like no one's business. So as, as a uh, student going to college, right. in in you're obviously well connected to your faith. Um, both of you were, what, what was the moment though? Do you, do, was there a time where you're like, wow, I really, I want to take that leap from, you know, where I, where I'm at in my faith now, but to really dive in to be, to be a focused missionary, to be a missionary is, is a whole new level of your faith and, and living your faith. So how, how did you come to that, Jared? I mean, what was the moment that you said, yeah, th this is it. I'm really doing this. Yeah, that's a great question. It takes me back to the first week of my sophomore year of college, actually, where, I had an opportunity to step out on a limb and be a missionary for Christ. It wasn't in a focus sense, but I wanted to do something my sophomore year after I had this conversion of heart and re-experienced the faith my freshman year. And so I was at a mass that first week, and I saw this guy that I knew, and I just knew that a Tuesday night daily mass was not his typical scenario that was out of the blue for him 
And I knew a lot of things about his life, but I didn't know him that well personally. And I really felt a tug in my heart. Like, I couldn't stop, like, looking over, looking at him at Mass. And so when he left, he kind of did that bolt out the door right at the end of Mass. And I was like, oh, I think I should talk to you. So I chased him out, literally had to run out the doors <laughs> uh, and, like, flag him down before he got in his car, you know, that type of scenario. And we're talking. And out of the blue, he asks and mentions that he wants to do a small group Bible study, but he doesn't have anyone to lead it. And little does he know that was something I was praying about that week. Did I have time with my classes? Uh, could I make the sacrifice work? Would I be able to prep for it, let alone attend one? It was just time crunch that year in school. And I, in that moment, just said, yeah, I'll do it. And knew that the Holy Spirit was going to provide time. Mm -hmm. And that is when I first experienced what it was like to be the Lord's missionary. Because what I experienced my freshman year with a radical changing of heart and increase in joy in my life, knowing who Jesus now was and that he would speak to me through the scriptures and through community and the sacraments. And now I had the first opportunity in my life to foster that and be the Lord's missionary for another group of guys. And I didn't even invite anyone to that small group. It was, it was all that guy that I ran into. And it was so fun to watch. We did that Bible study all the way up until this last May. And the guys are still meeting on Zoom now that we've all graduated and we've broken up to our new cities. Uh, and I, got, I just got to reconnect with them the other day. And it's so beautiful to see one of them's getting married in February. And I get to be in his wedding. And yeah, these guys that I, I wouldn't necessarily wow. get to, I wouldn't necessarily have naturally uh, been able to connect with them. But because of Christ and because of our brotherhood there. Yeah, yeah we, we're still living the faith, and we're all missionaries in our own respect right now, and it's really beautiful to see that. And that, I mean, it sounds just like what Michael and Samuel yep. and that group of 12, that alumni that we were talking about earlier mm -hmm. in our show, same thing, right? They they had a family and a community here at the Newman Center, and they're now carrying that uh, out uh, in their, their new communities as they move around the country. How exciting is that? That's great. It's amazing. Uh, now, I have a question for you, Mackenzie. So you two are new at South Dakota Mines. How is this year going and what are you doing? Now, I, I got to preface this. Um, another thing that um, Mackenzie mentioned earlier, she being that she is a, college, a collegiate athlete, she's also what's called um, a varsity Catholic. Tell us a little bit about what that means, but mm -hmm. also how are you doing this year? How are things going for you and Jared in particular? Yes. Yes. So we have a section of focus called Varsity Catholic as focus has determined throughout the years that there, if you break up a campus, you break up just students, probably Greek life, and then there's athletics. And how can we focus on ministering to each group best that we can? And so I am a Varsity Catholic, obviously, because I am a collegiate alum um, as an athletic volleyball player and I wanted to do that because it's an option. You can opt op out of it if you do not want to focus on your ministry. So by me taking on this title, I say that I'm going to do 50% of my ministry towards athletes. And that is one thing that also drew me actually to pursue focus in the end because I could have gone to other ministries and been a missionary in other capacities, but I knew from the heart that I love athletes and that without Christ, I could have not made it through my collegiate career. And I wanted to help students with that uh, as it is very 
mentally draining to uh, every day show up and compete for a spot on the court. And so I have been doing that, and the Lord has provided just such great fruit. Uh, I could not have guessed, honestly, what it's been. So we are in every sport except for women's and men's golf and men's soccer. We have a Bible study going, and so... That's just fantastic, and I am helping by being a volunteer assistant coach for the volleyball team. So every day I go to practice and just get to compete again, which I love, and the girls are just so delightful. And actually, ironically, yesterday I was getting ice cream with one of the volleyball players after study hall, because they have study hall till 10 o'clock, and I was like, I'll pick you up, we'll get ice cream, I know it's been a long day. And she's just sitting there talking to me, and she's like, I am, she's a little freshman, she's like, I'm so glad that you're here, like I last minute actually dropped her eligibility at a different school and signed to come here and she's like everything I wanted and more and most importantly I want to talk about God with a kid that's my age or around my age and she was just so fantastic and I didn't think I'd hear that so early in my missionary life so I was just really you know God's just very good. Oh, that's amazing. You know, you guys are making a huge impact. What a positive role, you know, role models that you are for these these young uh, students here. Uh, and, and also being recent graduates, that, that kind of helps that connection, right, to to some, some of those students that are just looking for something, right? And you're providing that uh, by your ministry, by being a part of Focus and here at this Newman Center in Rapid City. Um, Real quick, we've been visiting with Jared and Mackenzie now for a little while, and we've been talking about their journey to focus and what that means. But let's be right back. Don't go anywhere and join us back again on Real Presence Live. Stay with us. There's more Real Presence Live to come on the Real Presence Radio Network. Rose Management is a family-owned business that believes in good morals, doing the right thing, and treating our residents as family. Rose Management provides affordable housing to complexes throughout North Dakota and Minnesota. All Rose Management properties and our maintenance staff are in a centralized location in their cities. If you have any questions, you can call 701-237-6840 or online at rosemanagement.net. Again, that number is 701-237-6840. How can you know for sure that your loved one is in heaven? Well, the short answer is you can't. I'm Father Chris Alar, but you can have confident hope that they are saved because no matter when or how they died, even by suicide, you can pray and make sacrifices now to still help them accept God's final offer of grace. Jesus told St. Faustina, Call upon my mercy on behalf of sinners. I desire their salvation. When you pray with faith on behalf of some sinner, I will give him the grace of conversion. Wow, if you desire heaven for someone, God desires it even more. So do your part to help them get there. Please visit suicideandhope.com so I can personally pray for anyone you've lost and to get our book, After Suicide, There's Hope for Them and You, which helps with any kind of suffering or loss, not just suicide. I promise it will help. 
Do you want your business's message to be heard by a dedicated audience during one of our biggest on-air fundraisers of the year? Tune into the RPR Network for our Fall Live Drive, which runs Tuesday, October 6th through Friday, October 9th from 7 a.m. to 7 p.m. Central Time. It's a family reunion as we bring you great stories of how the Lord has touched the people you know through Catholic Radio. To become a sponsor of the Fall Live Drive, contact me, Brett Byler, by calling 605-670-8333. You're listening to Real Presence Live on the Real Presence Radio Network. Join the conversation on our Facebook page or on Twitter. And be sure to like and follow us for more great Catholic content. Now, back to the show. Welcome back to Real Presence Live. I'm Brendan Murphy, the director here at the Newman Center uh, at the South Dakota Mines. Uh, With me is my co-host, Karen Gibis. We're having a great day uh, and with us, we have two new members of the Focus Missionary uh, team. We've got Jared Fuelberth and Mackenzie Weber, and we're just uh, really enjoying having them with us and telling us exactly kind of how they got here um, just before the break, uh, what it means to them and kind of their journey and their you know, in their faith. Uh, as we go into this, ne- this next uh, segment, I, Jared, I want you to, uh, if you would, tell us about your passion for helping these students navigate these difficult years of college. As you know, you, you're both graduates. I mean, that's, that's kind of the prerequisite of being a focus uh, missionary. You know, because you've walked that already, um, uh, the journey of college life. And so you understand that. So tell us what you're doing and, and kind of the passion to help students navigate those difficult times here at SD Mines. Sure. I love the word passion when you put that because I think that that really uh, is the nail on the head there for how I came to even say yes to focus. I needed that little tug on the heart, but even more so the more I thought about it, the more after I applied for focus and went through their interview weekend process and really started reflecting on my college years of, yeah, what was it that I remember? Just looking back at my four years, what is it that... I want to take away from college and almost all of it centered around these events I had to do with the faith. It was these people that I met and then I could connect it to either a missionary or my small group that I was attending or leading. And, you know, it just overflowed the the community there overflowed into every area of my life, but it really made college this one beautiful, cohesive memory for me that tied all the loose ends together. It brought, you know, meaning to my studies and what I wanted to do with my uh, computer science degree. And like, yeah, it, I see my role now as a missionary as an opportunity to give students here a like different outlook on life that they're not getting in their classes. Right. Like I didn't get that walking into the classroom. No one was talking about God and no one was, challenging me to you know really find answers to these questions on my heart there was always finding answers to the questions on my mind you know any class can handle those really well and i think that is where you know i didn't even i didn't choose to come to minds um when we apply we kind of get put somewhere for our first year and it's uh, a it's a black box for a while uh and when i heard i got put here i was just praying about it and i just felt this fire on my heart to really 
engage these students um, in a way to help them see that like the faith is more than just like some mental process and these uh, good thoughts that you could have about the world. And it's, it actually adds real meaning and purpose to our life. There's so much more behind these theological ideas that are presented. And while that is a richness of the faith, uh, the head to heart movement for me and my faith was huge. And when I started experiencing what it was like, you know, when you have a relationship with just another person, uh, there's so much more there than what you see them as and what you experience them as like, they are completely separate from you. And that's what I experienced with the Lord Jesus Christ. Like he was so much more than just like a picture on a wall and a rope prayer that I was taught to memorize. And that was a huge gap for me. And when I, yeah, when I started now, it's so fun to be able to like sit down and what it looks like now, you know, like, yeah, we're leading small groups. We've met so many people these last few weeks. Uh, you know, students moved here only a month ago and it feels like it's been <laughs> three, four months already that have gone by. It's crazy. Um, and just so, yeah, having really already, like Mackenzie said, she's surprised it happened so fast, like meeting people and how open people are to talking not only about faith, but like what's actually going on in their lives really has given me more confidence that, yeah, the desire for God is written on our hearts. Students want this and that's why I'm here. And they're hungry for it. Yeah. Yeah. yeah actually, we were at the coffee shop. There's a coffee shop called Harry and Oak in Rapid City. Um, very good. I recommend shout out. Uh, but I, we were there and um, we were sitting just studying after a Bible study and these students behind us uh, were mine students and because they had like, a sticker on their computer, kids do that these days, and they were talking about God and just like their pros and cons of do they believe and do they think about him and you know I turned around and I asked like what do you what do you, what do you not like about Christianity or what, what, what's your what do you want from Christianity and they were just very blatantly honest and open and I was like yeah I'm a missionary and it was just really beautiful because I sat there afterwards and I was just thinking to myself I was like you know these people obviously are not practicing Christian but they care enough to discuss this because it's written on their heart for a reason. And that just gives me hope for the future of who are we going to outreach because students want it and they're craving it. So, and that's a good point. So with that, um, knowing that there's students that want to, that are seeking something, right? How do you, how do you, um, anticipate, anticipate how you're going to grow you personally this year in, in light of, being a part of this team, this focus team? Yes, I think you're going to grow in just straight humility because I think uh, what I've learned and what me and Jared have joked around about with each other is that you are just always giving of yourself in this job. Uh, you always are trying to think one step ahead about the other person's needs. And I think that's a real big mind shift versus a college student who you're just running from class. Uh, I think it's really easy for college students, which makes sense. Your first time on your own, your first time out. And it's kind of all about you. It's your schedule, your time, your wants, your needs. You have no nothing else to focus on um, except for what you want to do and people do obviously serve naturally because we are people of community but i think it's a completely different mind shift of like everything i'm doing i am thinking of another person wants and needs and it's not my friend group it's how can i enter into their lives how can i enter into their friend group you know and maybe we don't connect exactly the same on interest and wants but we do connect on the pursuit of christ and that is a very powerful gift and that is what i'm connecting with students on and it's very challenging but also so good and humbling and you just see christ in every person and that is a unique challenge to shift your mind to 
It, you know, and that's got to be a, a distinct shift because, you know, you just last year, you're a student and now, now you're a leader, right? It's a different role. You're, you're performing a different role for these students that you just were a student. And now, um, it, so it, what it, what it takes on is what, what a different role, um, in meaning for, for all of you, um, as a team being you two being new, um, at, at doing this. Um, but also you're able to use Megan and Matt as, as that kind of sounding board too. like, Hey, what were your first year challenges? What, you know, mm -hmm. what, what did you come across? How did you get through this type of, um, issue or, uh, opportunity, you know, uh, type of thing. Um, Jared, I was going to ask you, so are there resources? Do you guys have resources available to students through focus that, that you can share um, and, and if so, how do they do that? How do they get those resources? Oh yeah, absolutely. I, I mean, us missionaries having the opportunity to be full time doing this role is one of the, the best things. And so, yeah, absolutely. First and foremost, we are a resource for this specific area for the Mines campus. Um, any students, any people that have questions, um, you can get in contact with us. Uh, there's also like a lot of information about focus on focus.org their website and you can find our uh, school of minds page with our pictures and our emails on that website. And there's also, yeah, I guess on campus, you know, we host small groups is a huge thing, but we also have Sunday dinners here at the Newman center where we're attending everyone um, and getting in front of students. We also have, I am helping plan our seat conference uh, because of the, the changes that's going on. It's not going to be in St. Louis, which is a huge bummer. That would have been a really fun road trip uh -huh. over in January. But instead, we're going to have a more localized version um, for this region, a smaller scale here. And so that's just uh, in February, the first week of February there, 4th through the 7th. And it's a few days over a weekend to encounter the Lord through talks and prayer and retreat. And that was, I, I went to those conferences when I was in college and it was, it was an incredible time of both like relaxed fun in a new city plus a retreat almost into one. Yeah. And we also do mission trips. Those will be later in the year, uh, uh pen, travel pending, um, obviously, but those either happen spring break or summer. And, you know, I went to Peru on a mission, a spring break mission trip when I was in college and it was such an incredible service opportunity because that's something too, that's a little... That's a unique opportunity that we get to both be missionaries on campus and walk with students on a mission trip. So we'll actually help plan Mackenzie and I a trip. We don't know to where exactly yet, but it's a time where students can take either a week or up to three weeks, depending on the timing of the year, to go give of their selves to complete strangers like Christ did when he walked on this earth and administer to the poor and those in need. And the way I loved about focus mission trips was it, you had you know, a big chunk of your day in this service, but you also lived a very orderly life every day uh, where you had a holy hour and mass and access to confession because there's always a priest on the trip. And you can really dive into this retreat experience while simultaneously exhaling and giving of yourself to these people. And for a lot of students, uh, myself included, it's like one of the first times where you're like, you don't have homework, you don't have school because you don't have internet, you can't use your phone, yeah. no social media, and you can like dig in and pray. Uh, 
And so those are like a couple of the bigger uh, opportunities that we provide for students. Yeah, but most importantly, also with the SEEK, uh, there is a, you know, lifelong mission track, which is for people who are maybe in a parish life or are serving in a parish. And mm, yeah. the, the, the virtual aspect of it really makes an awesome opportunity for people to look on focus.org and seeing the opportunity for SEEK 21 and how they can learn lifetime, lifelong mission which I think is so important as all person, I mean, not parishioners, but also listeners are here are from all different walks of life. And also there's virtual campus if you do not have a focus on your campus. So we provide every opportunity for you to encounter Christ through focus. Well, thank you so much, Jared and McKenzie, for being part of our show today. Um, we have to bring this interview to an end because we have Father Luke Meyer coming up who will discuss the college campus in another Dakota how they are igniting the fire of faith on their own college campus. So stay with us here on Real Presence Live as we come back to finish up our two-hour-long show. Live, engaging, and local, this is Real Presence Live, where we bring you positive and uplifting stories and share the great things happening in our local area on the Real Presence Radio Network. 